Let's listen to the House of Maxwell. Um, see, it should be on YouTube. Talking story of Jeslyn Maxwell, House of Maxwell, BBC, one year ago. Who would have who would have known people would be so evil? Robert Maxwell, the KGB and M16, House of Maxwell, BBC Select, one year ago. Two minutes and forty. It's seven minutes and twelve. What? There's a full thing. It's World of the Occult with Jordan Maxwell. Wow, that sounds good. Okay, um. House of Maxwell. Where's the full, where's the full, um, fucking House of Full? The fucking full documentary. Watch House of Maxwell online where to stream full episodes. House of Maxwell. Ooh, there you go. College of the Air, a Jislyn Maxwell documentary. Okay, that might be it. It's 33 minutes long. Hold on. Flight logs for Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express. I go through and name names. Who are they? Question mark. Okay, we're going to listen to House of Maxwell, a Jislyn Maxwell documentary. College of the Air, one year ago, 10K. Oh, shit. All right, I just finished watching, um, I guess, a BBC documentary uh, that I watched on CBC Gem called uh, House of Maxwell. And it's all about Ghislaine Maxwell. That's, so that's two videos in a row oh, <laughs> on the subject. Right, where's the full thing? Documentary. Epstein Shadow. Jislyn Maxwell. House of Maxwell. Shocking story. Only seven minutes long. <sighs> Epstein Maxwell hidden documentary. Untold story of Jislyn Maxwell on MatchMojo.com full up no. She was Seven, seven, twelve. 29 November 2021, Jislyn Maxwell stands accused of recruiting and trafficking young this girls. This is a trial about a sex trafficking David Bowie's victim's lawyer. That destroyed the lives of countless young women and girls. Why would someone 
do this. When I think back to the girl I met in 1990, and if you told me this is where her story would end up, um, former friend of Jislyn Maxwell, she had this invisible butterfly net. And she would go out in the social scene in London and New York, and she would whisk her neck and capture the beautiful people, the rich, the famous, the powerful people. It coated her, you know, with a veneer of respectability. But I don't believe the society people I know whose names I can't even speak because they'd kill me um, knew. We just didn't know. People weren't attention until disturbing allegations from several women began to surface it was early one morning sexy time island young woman with her stepmother came into uh, my office and told me Spencer what was Coven, ultimately an, um, an incredible story uh, about an operation where other young women were being recruited as well as her to be brought over to this mansion on Palm Beach Island. She told me that there was a wealthy gentleman that lived on the island that was willing to pay these young girls $200 to $300 sometimes to go and give uh, explicit sexual massages. She was 14 years old at the time that the incident had occurred to her. Palm Beach Police Department gets word of what's occurring and during that investigation, the police found literally tens of other girls who had been brought to the mansion and had been sexually abused. Young, very young girls. I'm tired of feeling ashamed. And I know that I'm one of the lucky ones. I know that other people have had far worse. Juliet Bryant. I was just a young girl with hopes and dreams, and I thought I could really make something of my life. I was a young adult, stars in my eyes. I'm thinking that this is once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'm to meet Miss Maxwell at her home. The outside is, is beautiful, and, and I thought, you know, wow. Helen told me that I was going to go meet with her partner, Jeffrey. She looked right at me and said to me, make sure that you give Jeffrey what he wants. Sure. I walked into the hotel room. I sat opposite him. I gave him my modeling book and he looked through it and he was like, wow, you have the most amazing figure I've ever seen in my life. Huh. But then his office phoned and said, pack your bag, we're going to the Caribbean. I assumed it was for a photo shoot. So I said immediately, yes. <laughs> when I first arrived there, it was just me. I was staying in a small chalet by the pool. There was just pictures of naked girls everywhere. And there was a lot of naked pictures of Ghislaine around too. Well, when I first met Ghislaine, I was told that she was Epstein's girlfriend. Ghislaine was running the girls and she'd also tell us when we had to go to his bedroom. And you couldn't say no, there was just no option. And you didn't want to make them angry. She set me up to walk myself to a predator's house where he assaulted me. Things happened there that scared me so deeply that I can't even talk about them. There was something about the energy of a girl being scared that he liked. No one disobeyed Epstein. 
he took me to his office and he told me that a woman had accused him of rape and he planted drugs in her apartment and had her sent to prison. And then he said that he had my family's name on a list. So I just did as, as, I, was, as I was told because I was petrified of him because of who he was. So we reached out to the Palm Beach Police Department and that's when things really began to take off. When they arrived at the home, there were numerous things that were missing, like security cameras and hard drives to computers. But there were certain things that they were able to find and seize, like phone books and message pads. Those message pads included numerous different phone calls to young girls who police knew were underage. Those types of things were hard evidence of what was going on in the home. Lawyers filed civil cases from multiple victims. United States of America, Palm Beach residents. Yeah, reinvestigate abused by Jeffrey Epstein defend versus 10th of August 2019 to multiple arrests increasingly evidence against him Jeffrey Epstein took his own life when in Jeffrey jail so. that was really traumatic news for the women that I represented they had hoped to see him in court to see him charged with all of the crimes he had committed so I was very angry that that was taken away from them I was 20 when I was taken the so you see, I was lucky because I wasn't as young as the other girls. It was just like a factory. He was running a machine and Ghislaine Maxwell was the one operating it. Today we announce charges against Ghislaine Maxwell for helping Jeffrey Epstein sexually exploit and abuse multiple minor girls. Maxwell has been taken into custody early this morning and will be presented this afternoon before a magistrate judge in the district of New Hampshire. It's hugely important that she's found guilty because the world is not a safe place with her in it. There were many people who knew about this and kept silent. These people have got away with what they've got away with for many years. It was about money, it was about power, it was about influence. People are waking up to the truth. Tucker. Right. A little sewing. Is that fucking it? Where's the whole real one? This story is being suppressed in the U.S. because very prominent men actively participated from the former head of federal L.E. Former presidents, corporate heads, media heads, recognizable media personalities, etc. Need to keep the story alive. Don't stop posting about it. They need to be held accountable. 
Funny how we all know about the Johnny Depp trial, but nothing about this one. Shame that this woman is about to be sentenced to life in prison for her role, but the chief escapes into alleged suicide. Now the powerful, wealthy men and women go unpunishment. Unpunished. The world is truly a playground for the rich and privileged, while the rest of us are truly subjected to the rule of law and accountability. Story got swept under the rug. Um, okay. Jocelyn Maxwell. She don't need no Instagram. She just uses Tristagram. Um, Jislin. Manage Jeffrey Epstein. Quoted for his massages. We must keep the story alive. Jislyn Maxwell managed Jeffrey Epstein's islands and sent the girls to his room and recruited them for massages. She told them, like Juliet Lewis, make sure you give Jeffrey whatever he wants. I'm listening to BBC's House of Maxwell documentary on my podcast right now. I'm going over all the names on the flight list.
politik Arizona politics AZ Central Justice for Senate trafficking trafficking Politico Half Post Okay uh, Select all Right, where's the where's the whole thing? Huh. Giuliani gets wiped out by jury and defamation case. Yeah. <laughs> what how much? Hundred and forty eight million dollars? What? What? No way. Hundred forty eight million dollars? <laughs> $148 million. <laughs> Let me repeat. $148 million. That was the total <sighs> verdict in the defamation <laughs> case brought against Rudy Giuliani by former Georgia burn. election workers Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss after a week of trial. The jury started deliberating yesterday. They concluded their deliberations at the end of Friday and handed down what can only be described as an absolutely devastating verdict <laughs> to Rudy Giuliani. Let me break down right now how this verdict shaped out. First, <laughs> shaped out. First, Compensatory damages, economic damages, if you will. $16 million, $171,000 to Ruby Freeman. Over $16 million there and $16,998,000 for uh -huh. Shay Moss in compensatory damages. Mm -hmm. Moving to intentional infliction of emotional distress. In other words, emotional distress damages we're talking about 20 million dollars for ruby freeman nice 20 million dollars for shay moss and then punitive damages to punish rudy giuliani for his behavior 75 million dollars nearly 150 million dollars in total a total wipeout for Rudy Giuliani, eight <laughs> jurors deliberated. This, of course, had to be a unanimous jury verdict. They went through lunch. They went to the end of the day Friday and handed down what can <laughs> only be described as a soul-crushing verdict to someone who absolutely deserved it. Folks, <laughs> justice was served today, and Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss 
went through unspeakable acts of defamatory conduct led by Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump and others getting their justice, the wheels of justice turned slowly, justice was achieved today. Karen Freeman Agnifilo. Legal AF, what do you make of this verdict? And this is, talk about sending a message, right? <laughs> so the beautiful thing about civil law, which is different than criminal law, is in criminal law, when there's when the jury comes back and reaches a verdict, they have two options, right? Guilty, actually three options. Guilty, not guilty, or we can't make a decision. <clears throat> you really don't have a sense of how the jury feels about the case, and the jury really doesn't have anything to do with the sentencing, right? That's strictly in the judge's purview and the judge mm -hmm. decides sentencing. Civil law is very different because mm -hmm. the jury is the one who gets to decide exactly what the punishment will be, what the damages will be. And this verdict sends a very strong mm -hmm. message just given how, how the punishment part of it, right? The punitive damages are. And it this is an astounding verdict. <laughs> and don't forget, how jury selection works. These are eight jurors who Rudy Giuliani agreed to. His lawyers agreed to these eight people sitting and judging him in this case. And so this isn't, you know, they love to, the MAGA Republicans love to talk about the deep state and everything. They blame everything on, on Joe Biden and the Democrats. These are regular everyday people who Rudy Giuliani picked, Rudy Giuliani agreed to, Actually, both sides did, but but they agreed to these eight people to sit in judgment of him, and they're the, and they put on their case, right? They decided exactly what they were going to put on there. He he said he was going to prove that he was uh, that they were actually criminals and that they did do the things that they that they did, which of course he didn't. And this is a total rejection and rebuke of what. Rudy Giuliani says, and what he says is the truth versus what people of the state or of the country, citizens of the United States of America believe. And so just for what it's worth with the MAGA people who are hitching their ride on these, these lies and these stories and blaming the, <laughs> the, you know, blaming innocent people dollars. like Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, take that as a sign of what will happen to you. It reminds me of the Fox verdict, right? Mm -hmm. Against Dominion, the, that whole, that case where similar kind of, you know, it's, it was like a similar kind of payout, right? Given the fact that, you know, that, you know, that they were also lying and then that cost them millions and millions of dollars. And so all the people who want to hitch their wagon to Donald Trump, I mean, Rudy tried to be, you know, his alter ego doing exactly what Donald Trump does. He, you know, says one thing in court, lies, and then says something else outside of court, you know, the way Donald Trump does, but somehow Donald Trump gets away with it. Rudy didn't get away with it. And this jury sent him a very, very strong message. And, you know, look, I, I still, the only thing I just agree with you, Ben, on, as you said, this is what Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss went through. They're still going through it. They're still getting threats. They're still getting harassed. They're still getting, this is a current situation uh, because of, of what Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani have done to them. And they get every, they should get 
every penny of this. And I hope they are able to go after Rudy Giuliani and take his assets. You know, he has assets. He has an apartment. He has, you know, I'm sure he has other assets. You know, he has fallen from grace tremendously from when he was, you know, the United States attorney for the Southern District of New York, arguably the most prestigious law enforcement position in the country. Also was the mayor, you know, of the city of New York during 9-11, where so many of us were, were thankful for him stewarding us through that terrible time. I mean, he has gone so far off the, you know, deep end in in following Donald Trump in that direction that, you know what, frankly, he's caused so much harm. He deserves every penny they can get from him. And I really hope they're able to recover at least something from him. It's like Alex Jones is another one, right? Another huge verdict that that, you know, the jury, when the jury speaks and they punish him too for these lies. So, you know, I think, I think normal, regular people don't want to stand for this. And if Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, if we can ever have a trial uh, in Washington, D.C. for, you know, with Jack Smith's trial ever happens, I think they're going to be the star witnesses to put a face on what, what th these lies actually do to regular people. Well, and look, they showed up to testify. They were there to confront Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani said he was going to testify, but was way too cowardly uh, to actually testify, although he claimed to the media multiple times he would. We have video of Rudy Giuliani leaving the courtroom right now, and uh, Giuliani saying that he doesn't regret a damn thing, is what he's saying, as he was just hit with a $148 million Defamation party. Let's play. Uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, looking at his phone. Uh, he's uh, being followed by some people who are obviously not fans of his, and that's his attorney. Um, Rudy Giuliani having been delivered a one almost a one hundred fifty. Let's listen in. I don't regret a damn thing he just said. Find out. We have the actual press conference that Giuliani held. His lawyer, who was there, you see his lawyer standing next to him, actually argued during closing argument that Giuliani did not present himself well at the trial, nor has Giuliani's conduct in recent times been something that should be uh, applauded but what uh and that's putting it lightly what giuliani's lawyer said is just remember he, he's an old man and, and remember the good old times with giuliani that clearly also <laughs> offended the sensibilities of this jury here's what rudy giuliani said at the press conference as well let's play the clip uh, of course there's very, very little i could say right now i have to analyze this obviously possibly we'll move for a new trial certainly we'll appeal the absurdity of the number merely underscores the absurdity of the entire proceeding where I've not been allowed to offer one single piece of evidence in defense, of which I have a lot. So I am quite confident when this case gets before a fair tribunal, it'll be reversed so quickly, it'll make your head spin, and the absurd number that just came in will help that, actually. Actually. I've been looking for a product like this my whole life. I wear this product every day. We're all putting it on, looking in the mirror, and we're like, oh my God. Oh my God. That just came in will help that, actually. Actually, it should be noted, I want to get your full reaction to that, Karen, in just one moment, that the jury verdict came in within the numbers that were discussed by the experts. 
and the punitive damages were not outside the range of where the Supreme Court has held the uh, punitive damages number can be excessive. And I think Judge Beryl Howell, who presided over this matter and who just today was uh, inquiring of all counsel, what do I do? Rudy Giuliani keeps engaging in defamatory conduct. Should there be a new case every time he goes out and defames them? Should I be imposing sanctions every time? It was one of the interesting questions that Judge Beryl Howell asked the lawyers. And throughout this case, Rudy Giuliani has refused to turn over documents, hid his financials. At one point, he entered into somewhat of a stipulation admitting to liability, um, but otherwise engaged in obstruction throughout this entire process when he could have showed the evidence, including the other day when he said that he was going to show up. You wait and see. I'm going to tell the truth when he said he was going to testify, which he did not. One more clip I want to show you, Karen, then get your overall reaction to this press conference that Rudy Giuliani had. Also, what about his lawyer over there, like nodding as though like, yeah, we got him. You just got hit with a $148 million verdict, dude. All right, let's take a quick a look at this. This is Giuliani trying to explain why he didn't testify. Play this clip. Why do you think it was unfair? Because I cannot go into the details. I didn't testify because the judge made it clear that if I made any mistake or did anything wrong, she was considering contempt. And this judge does have a reputation for putting people in jail. And I thought, honestly... It wouldn't do any good. Karen, your overall view to Giuliani's press conference after getting hit with a $148 million verdict. Well, his first of all, his shaky voice says it all. He's very upset. That's not the Rudy Giuliani that we're used to, right? He he sounds like he's, frankly, Still holding back tears. You know, his voice was very shaky, um, which I can understand. I, I would be, too. This is just devastating. And... Um, <laughs> He, you know, he just lies. Like, how can you say I, I wasn't allowed to present any evidence? But you could have presented. Like, they, they just yeah. lie. I don't understand. You know, like, sometimes it makes you scratch your head and think, you know, like when he says things like, oh, you know, I'm going to get a new trial. I'm like, how's he going to do that? You know, don't forget he's a lawyer, or at least he was a lawyer, you know. And so you, you, he just says things that are nonsensical, not within the realm of truth, and certainly not legal. So he could have presented whatever he wanted. This was a what? The trial started Monday and they were done Thursday and they deliberated. I mean, the deliberations, I think, took as long as all the testimony. I mean, he could have done anything he wanted. He could have, you know, put expert witnesses on. I mean, he could have presented, you know, present the truth that he promised, right? That this that they were criminals or whatever they, he said he was going to prove they, they were, you know, present that evidence if it's if you were going to unequivocally prove it. But he just says things, doesn't deliver, and then says, you know, I'm the victim and I'm going to change it. And of course, nothing ever changes. So I don't know how, where this playbook of MAGA, you know, kind of first lie, then when, then when things don't go your way, then you, you're the victim, and then, you know, lie again. Like, it's this very strange thing that is resonating with, with you know, people like him. But I, I frankly don't understand it. And, you know, there's no way to look at this other than the fact that the jury just 100% rejected this theory, 100% rejects what Rudy Giuliani said, which is also what Trump said and everybody else said. It's a complete rejection of that 
the complete rejection that there was any kind of fraud or anything in the election and the vote counts in Georgia. And, and it's a rejection of any mitigation for him. He deserves to be punished. And that's what the jury sent a message to him about today. And he can try to spin it however he wants outside of court, but the jury has spoken. Let me just show you those clips of Rudy Giuliani's behavior during the trial, after each day, he would go out there and defame Ruby Freeman and Shane oh Moss God. again. And he would also say, just you Fucking wait asshole. until I testify. Just you see what I'm going to show. I'm going to prove it all. Let me show you this first clip right here where Giuliani immediately defames Ruby Freeman and Shane Moss outside of the courthouse following the first day of the defamation case. Whatever happened to them, which is it's unfortunate if other people overreact, but everything I said about them is true. Do you regret what you did? To of course I don't regret. I told the truth. They, they were engaged in changing votes. There's no proof of that. Oh, you're damn right there is. Stay tuned. He goes, stay, stay tuned. tuned. And then here he goes outside again and he says, when I testify... In this trial, you will get the whole story, and it will be definitive. Just you wait when I testify in this clip. I was proven to be telling the truth, and they were proven to be liars. Once again, that will happen. Uh, when I testify, you'll get the whole story, and it will be definitively clear that what I said was true. Trying to downplay it as a mistake, but I'm not falling for it. The government just got caught red-handed hiding a $6,400 subsidy from each and every American. Let's break it down. There's this government program, the American Benefits Program, and what's the deal? They're giving out $6,400 to anyone who makes the call. If you're an American under 65, just hit that link below, and your $6,400 subsidy is headed your way. They owe it to you, but don't expect a call, text, or email. You've got to take charge. Use it for rent, gas, groceries. The choice is yours. Click the link now. clear that what I said was true. And then there's the broader point that you raised, Karen, about this is not just Giuliani's playbook. This is the MAGA playbook overall, and it's the Trump playbook. And I'm going to conclude with this thought and then give you the final word. As we reflect on this $148 million defamation verdict, we look ahead to January and the end of January. There's another defamation case set for trial then. You know who it is? The E. Jean Carroll defamation case against Donald Trump, where he has already been found liable. And the case is just on the issue of damages and punitive damages after Donald Trump has continued to torture and defame E. Jean Carroll after he was found to have sexually abused her and previously found to have defamed her. That will go before a federal jury in New York. And I think this $148 million verdict against Rudy Giuliani is going to be light compared to what Donald Trump could potentially be yeah. hit with there, or definitely within the range of what I think we will all be expecting, <laughs> or what I expect certainly in January at that defamation case brought by E. Jean Carroll. And it should be noted that yeah, when there are really appeals to these types of things, you have to post me. a bond. 
You have to post a bond that's either equal to or oftentimes more than even what the verdict is to avail yourself of an appeal and uh, an appeal process. So we will keep you posted as we learn more. Karen, I'm going to give you the final word here on a day of justice. Yeah, to me, the final word is about Seamus and Ruby Freeman. They are two beautiful people who are public servants and volunteered the day that they are now, you know, they like, think about it. Who goes and works uh, to count votes, right? It's, it's a thankless job. It's absolutely a public service that our country and our democracy depends on. We need to encourage people to do it, thank them for their service. And hopefully they get to hear that people like us are appreciative of what they did. We're sorry for what they went through and we will keep amplifying their voices as much as possible so that they can hear the other message from other people. And I really hope they get their money because you got to hit them where it hurts, Rudy Giuliani, to make people stop. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, an important breaking news update right Kicking here on the, the conclusion of the Ruby Freeman Jay Moss trial. Once again, a $148 million verdict. Make sure you hit subscribe on this Midas Touch YouTube channel. We're on our way. Two million subscribers. Let's try to get there by the end of 2023. Mm, and please awesome. subscribe as well to the Legal AM. Okay, Jack Giuliani gets destroyed. Jack boxes in Trump. What's live right now? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, um.